Welcome to News and Brews, Columbus Business First's occasional podcast about news and brews. But we have a small staff today. Um, I don't know if it's uh, dry January. Oh, it's Actually, dry January. It's dry January. Well, it, it might also be the product because we're not actually doing a beer today. But we'll get to that in a second. I am Dan Eaton. Joining me today are... Carrie Ghosh. And Mark Summerson. All right. Well, as I just teased, we, we decided to not, we meaning me, decided not to do a beer today. We instead opted for the newest version of Kitty Paw, which is made by Seven Sun. It is a hard uh, seltzer. And we'll talk more about it in a second, but we'll open it up first. Sounds good. Very fizzy. Very fizzy. Smells good. Looks you may see good. all, uh, yeah, no artificial color, so. Looks a little like it's... Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> guava water. <laughs> Bubbly guava water. So what are we guava. drinking? This is a Kitty Paw. We wrote last year about uh, Seventh Sun going into the hard seltzer market, which, of course, everyone knows uh, well, from White Claw, probably most prominently, Truly um, is very popular. Everyone, uh, the, a lot of the macro producers are getting into this now. Bud Light has a seltzer. Natural Light has a seltzer. So you're starting to see some craft folks dabble in this platform. Um, has made has made hard seltzers for a little bit now. But of the Columbus-based folks, folks, I believe Seven Sun is the first to do it. Apologies if if I'm forgetting anyone else out, out there. If anyone. Um, uh, sort of dabbled in it, but certainly in a, in a big distributing way, um, Seven Sun is is leading the charge here locally in is, moving into this segment. Dan, is there any data on whether the hard seltzer market has taken a chunk out of craft beer or traditional beer or both? Yes. <laughs> and that yes, data says no, it, it has. It, yes, it is. It is a real thing. It's not. It's not a. I don't want to say it's. It's not a fad. Although a lot of people don't seem to to think it's a fad that that, that it could be a lasting thing. But it's definitely taken a very real chunk out of beer drinkers. How much of that has hit craft? I'm I'm not totally sure because I I think the with a, a lot of the pitches for seltzer, the low calorie, low some of the more he- you know, for lack of a better term, health-focused sure. uh, uh, pitches. I, I, I suspect it's taking more from from the big light beers than, you know, heavier craft drinkers. Is but. this as big as the tidal wave of Bartles and James in the 1980s? <laughs> I was too young. You would have to tell me. So I was not drinking. Uh, they did not uh, thank me for their support. <laughs> that For those of you who are young, it was a wine cooler that apparently everybody drank back in the early 80s. I stuck with beer but a lot of people switched over to that and i was in high school i was a good (laughs) i was gonna say that's no excuse for some people using high school but uh back to kitty paw yes this uh zebra stripes it it does it is uh this says it tastes like a fresh lime and guava Mm -hmm. and not uh and not like extracts, additives, or back sweeteners because this is made with only pure cane sugar lime and guava um, it has zero fat. Well, 
I don't know how many beers have fat in it. That'd be kind of gross if they did. But so, yeah, they use oh, they have sugar, fat. But there is, <laughs> but it is not a full gram of sugar because it says total yeah. sugar is zero grams. Yeah. Yet so, somehow they get 110 calories out of it. Yeah, which is calorie wise is pretty low if you're comparing it yeah. to a, a standard stout yeah. or oh, stouts and porters go 500 calories. Zounds. Yeah, um, all, they can a, get up there. That's all that sugar that they had. Drinking a Big Mac, IPAs as well. I mean, most most beer, you know. I mean, the 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 caloric, you know, unless it's fairly light, you know, the the calories are are decent in beer. Mm. I like this actually. Yeah. So I was gonna before we talk more about um, uh, what this is, I, I wanted some impressions. What do you think, Mark? Uh, it's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the guava. I thought um, I was a little unsure about the lime, but I think they go well together. Mm-hmm. Very refreshing. Carry. I'm a huge lime fan, but I'm, I'm tasting more. It's it's more fruity, and I'm not I'm not sensing that it's hard. Mm-hmm. So it could make it dangerous. Like you just feel like you're drinking <laughs> fruit juice. Oh, it's four point two percent ABV, yeah. which so it's is like a pretty standard beer beer equivalent uh, ABV on it. Yeah, but it does go down rather easily. I think I'd want a little more lime if I were to give any oh, tasting mm-hmm. notes, okay. just because mm-hmm. I'm a huge. I like things sour. Mm-hmm. Fits my, as we've established, fits my personality. <laughs> yeah, um, I dig it. I like uh, I like the guava flavor. It's, it's got like mm-hmm. re- they use real fruit, but it has like a real fruit flavor. Sometimes fruit flavors in drinks, alcoholic or not, sometimes it's that sugary candied fruit flavor, and not like a natural yeah. tasting. Where does uh, where yeah, does Seven Sun real- get its guava? Guava Farms. <laughs> right in yeah. Marysville. Yeah. Local source. <laughs> Guava Gems. <laughs> I would assume that... Franklin Park. <laughs> they have a connection somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't... Uh, I, you know, all jokes aside, I don't think they can locally source guava, <laughs> but uh, but they obviously uh, know a way to get their hands on enough to, uh, to turn it into a flavored seltzer. How big of a production is uh, this particular kitty paw going to be? I don't know the actual production numbers, but the creation of this, the, the the news behind this is that this came about through a new partnership they have with the Condado chain. The uh, beverage director from Condado came in and met with Colin Vent, who's the brew master head brewer at Seven Sun, to come up with a beer that would go well with the, that taco chain's food. So uh, they came up, they actually did come up with a beer. They, they threw some lime and vanilla into the assistant manager, which we've I believe done on this I believe so. podcast before. Let's say we um, have. <laughs> uh, so they 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 made a condado specific version of assistant manager uh, golden ale, and then they made this hard seltzer as well. Uh, so that's uh, the key lime and guava. You know, make a little more sense if you imagine you know eating it it, it accompanying a, a taco. I just did. I just imagined that, and I think it would go very well. Yeah. So um, if, if you're curious, there are other versions of, of Kitty Paw. This is the Condado-specific one, so you will not be able to buy this in stores. You will have to go to either Seven Sun or Condado to get it. It is in the. Um, it will be in the Ohio Condados, so that is ten restaurants total. So a couple in Cleveland, a couple in Cincinnati, and six around uh, here, six uh, six here in Central Ohio. So so it's pretty good exposure for Seven Sun. Get them into um, into some new markets. Can you buy it at Seven Sun? Or you can, can buy it at Seven Sun. Okay. So yeah, so it is it is uh, exclusive to Condado, other than you know Seven Suns also as well. But that, I, I think that goes. I, I struggled with that wording earlier today because. I just think it's implied that Seven Sun is going mm. to have it, you know. Okay. Is it on a carryout basis or only on 
Okay. Um, both. You, okay. you can get, I so carried out this yeah, six pack. Yeah. And I didn't then, know uh, if they, that was because it was a special event. Nope, nope. They, um, they have it on. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but the Kitty Paw series are playing with a lot of different ones. And uh, I was looking at what they had to, to go in, in six packs yesterday. And they had a blackberry cherry. They had a pineapple tangerine, which I'd had before Ooh. and uh, really mm. enjoyed. And they had a raspberry as well. So, uh, you know, they're really um, building out this line of hard seltzers. And I think probably, uh, you know, uh, probably getting new customers with it would, would be my guess. You know, I don't, I don't know if they're switching too many hardcore, you know, craft beer drinkers over to seltzers. But I think it's, it's something that there's clearly a market for out there. So how do they ferment the sugars to get the alcohol? Is, is, is this a yeasted, yeasted product? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do they use the same equipment? Or do you need? Oh, they, special, no, they like, use this. It's, it can all it can all be done in the same okay. equipment. I do know that much. I don't know enough about the process to know. I know nothing um, about it. I would not. Well, I mean, because the alcohol comes from the sugar, sugar, right? So you yeah. gotta have something that's gonna eat the yeah, yeah. So. I think it had yeah. I think that's a good guess. Kerry. See, la- see, last time I was on, I got I got slagged for having too much research, and then this time I came in unprepared. Uh, where's your outline, Dan? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dan had notes and an outline last time. This time he's just carrying his, his kind six of, pack in. It's loose today. We're just sort of flying I'm, by that. I am fascinated by trends like like uh, hard seltzers that mm-hmm. just pop up seemingly out of nowhere. White Claw just took over, and this yeah. past summer seemed like. That was fewer, like my do- my oldest daughter. That's all she drank this past yeah. summer. She wasn't a big beer drinker, but she really found it. And she had a kitty paw not long ago and liked it better than the white claws. So yeah, yeah, I know. do too. I mean, that's that's you know, I mean, you can accuse us of local bias, but but when I talk about sort of fake fruit flavors, that's what I think of with with white claw. Like it's it's fine. I don't I don't hate it. Right. But I've had a few, and it's like, yeah, this is. The, but this, they're making this at least it on a, real to me. It's a huge production. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah that yeah, is. No. It take a lot of guavas to make a guava white claw. <laughs> A lot of real guava. A lot of real guava. <laughs> they would they would corner the guava market <laughs> if they were putting that out. Yeah, I think this is an interesting flavor, and I think it it would go with a, a taco. I actually I yeah. went in. I went in. I went in intending to get one of the other flavors because I believe when I I mentioned this flavor to you, you you kind of recoiled. Yeah. And then I saw the opportunity to get this, and and it's the newsier one of the choices. So I'm like, no, I'm going to get it and see if well, I can gross mark out. I've had some lime beers before, <laughs> including uh, uh, that lime marita mm-hmm. that. I actually physically spit it out. Oh, uh, dude. The first time I tried it, it was horrifying. So I was expecting something like that. This is refreshing. Yeah. Um, I like it for an alcohol product with lime in it. Good. Yeah. And you as well, Carrie? You gave it a, an endorsement? Thumbs up. I would endorse it as well. Uh, now but I with will... With caution. Yeah, yes. You know, yes. I'm, we're all like, what's the word? Pounding. 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 <laughs> Slamming. Crushing. We are crushing. We're crushing. crushing. These are crushable. Yes. Yeah, we got, there's, there's only three, three of us. Three there's of us like, and there's, there's six three of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, we have not partaken in dry mm-hmm. January. I, I, this is my dryish January. I haven't, I just drink on usually Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, drier this January <laughs> than past Januarys or probably yeah. previous months, but yeah. certainly not dry. No, Carrie, 
impeachment. Let's <laughs> 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 say no more. <laughs> a peach, peach mint seltzer. Yes. There you go. Yes, that's what I meant. Yes. Dan, what else is going on in beer news? Kind of a, a quieter quieter week. We had some more Brewdog news, uh, which isn't crazy because they're uh, rather active. But they have now opened up their kennels, uh, which is their term for their Airbnb-style rental spaces. They have two spaces above their short north bar. Both are two-bedroom, two-bath. Um, ranging from, uh, I forget the, the weekday rate, but the weekend rates are, you know, 300 to $334, which actually isn't bad if you're splitting that. For a two-bedroom? Is it per night or the whole Yeah, week? per night. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so. Carrie and I both bulged our eyes out. I know. I actually don't think that's that, I don't think that's that well, bad the, given the location. Is the location. shower beer free or do you, do no. they mini bar you? No. Oh, you, you, you do a mini bar, par, pra, uh, but they charge you bar prices. So there's nice. not a huge okay. markup. So you do have to pay for all the beer you drink there. What about the Toblerone in the, in the fridge? <laughs> don't ever open the Toblerone in the fridge. Those things are like $12. I, 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 oh yeah. I've never, I've never <laughs> eaten hotel Toblerone before. So. <laughs> That's where they get you. I actually don't know. I don't know that I've ever gotten into the mini bar at a hotel. I open them. I always open oh, yeah, them, yeah. but I never eat anything because I'm afraid. There have been time where I've opened them, cleared them out to fill yes. it with other stuff, <laughs> yes, and then put everything back. You know? <laughs> yes. But that's my mini bar experience. But, yes, yeah, so so these, uh, these two rental spaces above the short north, uh, are now available as of uh, as of now. Um, what makes them so kennel-like other than the beer? <laughs> uh, the, the, the dog theme of the bar overall. So um, if you have seen or been to the hotel down in Canal Winchester, they're replicating that look mm-hmm. um, using a lot of the same um, uh, uh, same sources for furniture and fixtures and uh, a lot of the same beer-themed decor. Many, uh, many opportunities to get beer within there. There is a five-liter gallon or five-liter growler that you can that pours out of a tap uh, that you can have filled and ready for you when you arrive. In addition to the kitchen uh, fridge, there are four other beer fridges in each of these two spaces. One each in the closets, which they call speakeasies, and you can get uh, craft uh, cocktails bottled and delivered to your speakeasy as well. Hmm. Um, And then, of course, shower beers. So there's refrigerators in the bathrooms as well if you want to drink in the shower. The thing is, if you're in the short north and staying there Mm -hmm. and you're drinking that much, you're not leaving your, your kennel. Oh no! See, I I disagree because I think it, they'll get people that will uh, will 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 pregame and postgame. Okay, there before a night out. Okay, I think you check in, you get a few drinks, you go out and do what you do, and you come back, and then you probably get more drinks, and <laughs> well, then yeah. and then some poor soul of brew dog has to c- clean up after you. Ew. Yeah. Well, cleaning a kennel is never a pleasant thing. So, is, I, so, so I got I got So the kennel, the kennel name, like I get it, I get it, because they're brew dog. But it's a, it's a, it's not an appealing name for no. a, like come rent this. You know. Now is this so. the is this the model that they're going to use in other cities? Because they, they are they are testing it here in the short north. They they do have the company overall. They have six units um, in one of their bars above one of their bars in Scotland. So this is a, isn't the first time they've done this, mm-hmm. um, but it's the first time in the U.S. And they're looking to do it in Cincinnati, Indianapolis. They'll be opening up in Pittsburgh. They're looking to do it there. So pretty much 
anywhere within, you know, that has a, like, they're not going to do it in Franklinton, for instance, because there isn't, you know, they're not part of a project. There isn't, it isn't like right on the the Mm -hmm. property, so to speak. But when there's opportunities, I think they're going to look to do this more to try to bring that full brew dog experience to those that, you know, want to pay for it. And it's, it's funny because I would think that most Airbnb hosts would not stock their places with beer knowing what would happen when they return. <laughs> you know, I asked I asked uh, John Quick, their general manager, their kind of head of hospitality, the hotel and everything. And, uh, you know, he said that the hotel does fine. You know, they got a lot of beer in the hotel and they don't have problems with people, you know, kicking down doors or you know, <laughs> things like that. So, it, right. So we'll see how it goes. I you think if it was Kitty Paw, it would, you would have mm-hmm. some troubles because this stuff is crushable. <laughs> <laughs> so if they open the Kitty kennels, yeah. I don't know what you would call those. I don't know. I don't either. Maybe they only stock it with Nanny State. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Any other news anyone wants to discuss this week? It's mm-hmm. kind of beer adjacent because yeah. you can sip and stroll. But Lucky's Market. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Lucky, <laughs> Lucky's Market is not closing in Columbus, which is, I think, good news for a lot of people. It's pretty well liked, I think, by the uh, the community in and around that. Uh, this has been uh, going for a couple of, couple of weeks now where – the company filed for bankruptcy and said it was going to close, you know, pretty good uh, about, you know, three qu- roughly three quarters of its stores. And there was a, you know, a 24 hour period or so where they weren't saying what was what. But then they came out and said Columbus was going to be saved. Uh, that was last week. This week, it found out that the Lucky's uh, original founder are buying the remaining stores from the company. So I guess that's a, a bit of a change, but maybe not because he was involved with the company. So, you know. Well, and, and you, you told me a, an interesting mm-hmm. fact about the founder of uh, Lucky's. Yes. Tell me. He's a Tell child me. actor. What did you he act him up on? He was, he was on Happy Days. He played Richie Cunningham Jr. Which... I did not know that there was a... I didn't know that Richie got married, let alone have a child. Um, I stopped watching before any of that happened. Um, Long before. Yeah, so who knew? And now it, we have this in, Columbus connection, which yeah. is just awesome. And Happy Days is set in in what city? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And what, what's Milwaukee known for? Beer. 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 See? What was the beer that uh, Laverne and Shirley, the beer company Laverne and Shirley worked um, on? No, they called it Shots, and it was, and the opening credits would show the former Schlitz Brewery, mm-hmm. which, um, interestingly, I could we could see that from the fourth floor tower of my high school. Really, but by then it had been rebranded as a Pillsbury facility, and now it's all torn down. Hmm. Oh, well, there you go. I've sipped a Schlitz once. Yeah, I've had Schlitz. It, had Schlitz to me, still. it was similar again, to Blatt's or any of the beers yeah. with Z's on the end. Stroh's. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. good. All right. Well, despite this not being a beer, I think it's got three approvals from our small panel here. Thank you for listening to News and Brews. We will be back in the future with more news and more brews. Actual beer next time. <laughs> we promise. <laughs>